presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Eric's Hour of Enlightenment, uh, enlightenment but it's ours too. Thank you, Eric. My love, the love of my life. Thank you, Kim Voigt from embody-light.com for being his voice, basically. And uh, we're going to talk about some cool stuff that uh, Kim and Eric decided upon. So Eric, through Kim, is going to discuss how we can surrender. Oh, my God, that's so hard for me. Surrender a concern or problem over to a higher power. I mean, surrender, period. It's very difficult for me. Because I'm a mm-hmm. control freak, okay? So it's been almost difficult for me. and Maybe it's only me, but I, I kind of doubt it. Anyway, so how can letting go work in our lives? You know, how can it help us? So hopefully Eric will explain why a lot of people ask for help and then do everything they can to screw it up. Mm-hmm. Knowing how and why they're doing it without knowing how and why they're doing it. So, um, oh my God, there's no better person to channel Eric on this than Kimberly Voigt. So, thank you, Kim. And also, thank you, Eric. I love you so much, baby. I miss you so much. And he he's, while you were talking, he was chomping at the bit. He was saying, tell her first thing in order is mom I love you and he says mama I love you mama and he, that's what he calls me yep. mama not yep. mom whenever well, yep. mom, yeah a lot of Unless times he something. Says that it's followed by yep. bear mama oh. bear tell mama bear oh <laughs> now if he really wanted something he would call me mommy even when he was like you know uh-huh teenager in that but, sweet little yeah. voice yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just hear him yeah yeah, so, okay, so he's starting off to say, typically, when someone is ready to surrender something to spirit, they're just kind of at the end of their rope, they're desperate, it's it's with something that they've, they've tried many things, and still the issue persists, they just don't understand it, so there's yeah. desperation to it, mm. and so he says, so, when we surrender it, he says, you know, you, you get the power or you give you give the issue or the concern away. You just give it away to spirit, whatever, higher source, your guides, whatever. Well, what I do you mean give it away? You, you yeah, just you ask you for help. You say, I need you to take this burden from me. I do not, you know, you, be clear. I don't understand what why this keeps happening, uh, why this keeps showing up in my life or whatever. Please reveal my next step. He oh. said, okay, that's great, do that. But then what a lot of people do, and you, you said it when you when you started talking about this, is, you know, you, you give it over to your guides or your angels, you put it in their hands. But then if you start worrying about it, fretting about it, thinking about it, or trying to control it, he says you immediately take it back out of the hands of your guides yeah, you and bring it back into your own control. Oh, and yeah. so that, he said, that's, that's the thing. And so he says, yeah. he's, he's, and especially then too, he says, you know, and, and if you, if you keep talking about if if you keep talking about the, the wound, cause there's power in the spoken word too, the wound or the problem over and, yeah. over and over without releasing it, just kind of, you know, almost like some, for some people he's saying, it's like a broken record. They just fixate on it. They can't get out oh. of it. Yeah. And so he says that, Been there, done that. When, yeah. when you do it, when you truly do it, what he says is usually just let it go. And he says, usually within 24 to 72 hours, you're going to start getting inklings of what this is about or what your next step could be. And he says to watch because if you hear something from two to three different sources, more like three would be best, he says, but two can work. It, it's spirit trying to guide you. So, you know, this could come, he's saying this could come in so many ways. You might hear a conversation overheard. You might just happen to have a video show up in your, your, your YouTube feed, you know, that answers your questions. It could be a book, you know, many, many things. But he says, 
you let it you let it come to you. You don't go try to seek it out. He says, like somebody might take try to take control of it and think, well, I'll call my friend because they know their friend's going to agree with them, and then you know you're both going to be oh, right about yeah. it. Oh yeah, there's my two sources, yeah. you know. And he says, no, that's not right. That's controlling it, or yeah. you know, trying to think of what you should do. He says you just got to let it kind of come to you and flow to you and let it play out. Um, he and he's saying, you know, when you when you um, continue to fumigate on it without moving it along, um, you know, like doing your work, whatever, whatever inkling you're getting to to do your work or whatever, keep fumigating on it. He says you're actually like building a wall around yourself, yeah. and then then the guides cannot get through. So you're okay. saying that that if you're clutching with your with your tentacles on you know on whatever it is to control it, then you're sort of blocking um, source or guides mm-hmm. or whatever or the universe to just you know open you up to the to, to the truth to the idea or oh you could probably say it better but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, just to open yourself up to the solution, to let them bring it to you rather than trying to control it. And yeah. he, he's saying, too, you know, this is all about um, our belief in um, outside authorities and other people being able to control our good and not being able to trust outside authority. He said that's the basic reason oh, yeah. it all boils down to why people just can't let let go and trust that it'll happen. And mm. he says, you know, many, many reasons. Of course, we all know the abuse type reasons. But, yeah. you know, like uh, some people were brought up in these very strict religions and stuff that had very definite Tough. ideas of, yeah. you know, that, you know, a lot of it was God doles out punishment or favors, depending on what kind of mood he's in that day. <laughs> basically, My what God, they were saying, what PMSing. they make it sound like. You better watch out. God is PMSing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's, uh, what's the lesson in that uh, for these people who are like um, mm-hmm. attached to a certain religion that uh, with a, a uh, I don't know. A, an emotional God. Well, he's saying, you know, that really it's to, um, he's saying, okay. Uh, and it's not really dark. The dark always serves the light, but he's saying to present oh. that, to present that ideal that, you know, on one hand, um, this God is this loving, most wonderful being there is. And on the other hand, yeah. you know, he's going to blah, blah, blah. And I, and I, Eric's saying he, because it's always taught as a he, a male God. Yeah. You know, and to, for people to see the duality in that and go, hey, wait a minute. I can think for myself. Why am I letting somebody else tell me something that I know is, you know, contrary yeah. to what makes sense? You know, and so they yeah. start to find the God within themselves through that, yeah. through that means. And he's saying, you know, they're, they're not all bad. They do teach, uh, not. you know, the positive side of spirit, but then they, they teach the side that's very fearful and it's, yeah. it's meant to control. It really is meant to control is what he's saying. Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. What was that? Oh, hmm. Somebody's, <laughs> messenger me okay go ahead go ahead okay okay so so he says you know just to surrender and avoid the um just avoid the tendency to take control of things just let it come to you yeah what do you tell us eric like me who has a hard time with that who uh, you know because i had a very chaotic childhood very abusive childhood and so uh you know that 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 made my inner environment very uh chaotic and mm-hmm. unpredictable and my because my external environment was difficult 
So, you know, how do people like me, and there's so many out there like that, um, relinquish control and just let it go with the flow? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when, when they were taught that here's how you survive. You survive by controlling your environment and the people exactly. around you. Exactly, exactly, exactly. He, he, and he was just as you were saying that you were actually channeling him because that's what he was saying too. People do, you know, they they control, try to attempt to control their environment so that they can feel safe. And yeah. you know, he's saying it, it's it's going to happen in in steps, but um, you know, to start reminding yourself that you're safe that you know, uh, these things are old. They happened many, many, many years ago. Um, you know, oh, and you can yeah. start letting them go. But he just brought up something for you specifically, Elise. I don't know if you've ever tried acupuncture. Uh, no. Because, you know, when we go into that, he's talking about when somebody's really triggered a lot and they go into that flight and fight, flight response so much. There can be a tendency for the nervous system to um, not know how to reset appropriately. Yeah. yeah. So he's saying that, you know, that would help you to, um, he said it would reasons. yeah, the reasons out for, for the wanting to control. It would help you to feel safe. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he says that's the main thing. People, it's because they don't want to give up control because they do not feel safe giving up control. No. So what else do you have for people who are like OCD and want to control everything? Because that's how they survive and that's how they make sense of life mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. What do you tell them? Because it, that, I, there's so many of us out there, you know? that need to cling on to control to feel safe, to feel calm, et cetera, to feel that all is right in the world. Mm-hmm. He's, he really is telling me that we are moving into a time where there are going to be speci- more specific therapies than um, what's currently available to help that kind of thing. And he's showing me like, um, oh, you know, the tapping the oh what is it emotional freedom technique oh yeah um, you know yeah. combined with talking and things like acupuncture and and then what's there's another uh is there like a biofeedback thing I'm do you sure. know what I'm talking about Elisa where you oh, can yeah, kind of yeah. learn of to um retrain your emotions and to kind of he says he says it'll be kind of like a desensitive desensitization, I know I'm not saying that correctly, process. Oh, you're doing good, yeah. That's that's spiritual, medical, psychological, everything combined. That's awesome. So, um, wow. I mean, to me, this is one of the biggest topics in my life anyway. So, um, wow. what what else do you have to say? Oh, and wait, Kim, mm-hmm. what do you have in your so many services? You have so many things on your website, embody-light.com, that can help people. And I want you to list them, um, you know, noting what would help them uh, w- with the whole control shit, okay? Oops, no kids around here. She woke up. <laughs> Eric likes it when you talk like that. He says, "I know, <laughs> like mother, like son." But I don't. He probably taught me more first person, vice versa. But maybe not. Okay, go ahead. You know, the the main thing we need to do, and we can usually identify it in the first, you know, few minutes, is just to schedule an hour session where we figure out what the problem is in the first few minutes and then do the appropriate kind of healing. A lot of times we have to take the power back, do some forgiveness work and then find the bigger picture. So the other, the individual can understand, you know, um, 
and release the other person from responsibility. Not not to say that, you know, if they did something awful that that was okay, but yeah. to, you know, that's what stops stops the energy finally. But Eric, what Eric is saying, it's so it can be challenging for people to get to that point where you can release the responsibility, but he says sometimes he says you just got to do it on blind faith and just trust that it's going to work. And he says the one thing you can do is, you know, say you have some mortal enemy or some situation that just comes up over and over and over again with some person. You just, maybe before you go to bed at night, you send them white light. You pray for them. And you just keep doing it because it's going to neutralize it and it's going to shift it. Then when it starts to get neutralized a little bit, um, then you start getting the perceptions and the understandings. Uh, so he says, nice. you just try it. It's going to help. And he said, sometimes people are surprised. Like, this just happened to me. Um, you know, I just did this because I don't, I haven't really slept well for 25 years. <laughs> I, oh. said, I, I need some help, some oh. relief from this. I don't know what else to do. I've tried everything. And, you know, so I started getting inklings about, you know, about an old thing, my mother again, you know, and, and it's like, okay, but what, what do you, you know, I don't know what else to do. I don't know how I'm ever going to reason in my mind in this human body that what happened was okay. So what I got was, it's not that you're still so angry about it. It was a very long time ago. It's that you're using your anger so that because you still haven't grieved that whole situation. You need to grieve it. You know, it's not about being mad at your mother, but I couldn't get that to come through until I got the energy to move a little bit. So I just had to keep praying for her, sending her one out. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you know, grieving is hard. It's much easier to be angry at somebody than it is to grieve over somebody. And you have to remember that. And you you have to say, first of all, you have to realize that there could be a relationship villain thing where that person made the freaking amazing sacrifice, okay, Mm -hmm. to to give you a valuable lesson, and they had to be an asshole to do it, okay? Exactly. uh, yeah, and, and, and so you, know, you have to realize that. Then you can sort of like relinquish your animosity toward them, forgive them, and take that wonderful teachable moment and incorporate it into you as a growing, evolving soul. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, you know, what Eric is saying, once you do that and, and you truly do it, um, it just your whole world shifts. Oh yeah. Now, once wow. you finally let go of yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Anything else? I mean, this is a really big topic for me because I I do have a problem with control. I mean, I, I as a little girl, I didn't have much control because we were being beaten and broken bones and parents saying, you know, you're the scum of the earth and horrible things. Okay. But uh, whatever, I, I'm over it. But but still, as a little girl, I did not have control over um, my physical body because it was being beaten, and my um, my emotional body and you know my self-esteem, etc. So mm-hmm. I think that explains why it's so hard for me to let go. And I've made strides. I'm, I'm working on it. But I, I think. Hopefully, there are a lot of you out there. I don't want it to be all about me, but a lot of you out there have been through the same thing that uh, you know I have gone through, and there is light on the other side. So, Eric, how can you? What can you say to these people to, to, under, well, to help them understand that there's light on the other side of this? Okay. So, so while you were talking, Eric was was telling me a, a couple of things. Um, First, he was saying what you got to realize is when something like that happens, and it happened to you repeatedly, and those kinds of things have happened to other people repeatedly, too. Of course, they yeah. Are, 
frozen in time at the moment that they start happening. So if it's happening when you're three, your perceptions and understandings as a three-year-old are actually frozen, like frozen. That's an energy. Oh, yeah. Frozen in time. So then he says what helps is when you do, you know, like inner child work, and that is something that I do too, where we go in and we actually regress the person back to, you know, those times, and we do healing back with the three-year-old, you know, inner child work. And that those kinds of things can help. It kind of helps to soothe it, well, it helps a lot. It helps to soothe the wounds. And he says that's just yeah. what you have to do in some some cases. Okay, so Kim Voigt, I would like you mm-hmm. to list, you know, the things that you can offer people out there. The inner child work. You can take them to the Akashic records. You can do past life regressions. What you know? Can can you uh, share more? Um, like that's not enough. Well, we do forgiveness therapy, taking back your power, um, depending, you know, if we're, and we almost always do find it's rooted also in a past life. So when we do work for taking back your power, we work on all the timelines and all the dimensions. Wow. So that it takes care of, um, you know, past lifetimes as well. Sometimes yeah. we do have to do past life regressions and past life uh, work just to um, soothe it and, and put, you know, really get to the root of the cause so that the individual right. understands. Mm-hmm. Wow. So That's there are amazing. many things. That, and, you know, as for what Eric said, you know, as far as light as the end of the tunnel, he says, the thing to understand is when you have a big wound and a big hurt, when you finally shift it, it is like unflipping believable. Wow. You, you know, know he said talking, right? I know that. Yeah, yes, I know he says that. Oh, you know what he did? Wow. <laughs> so he, you know, he, he that's we all know what Eric's favorite F word is. <laughs> I know. It's hard to say. So I'm working on my website, you know, and I'm trying, I'm playing around and I'm going to create a new item, you know, and you put a tab in and I'm trying to think, I didn't know what I wanted to call it right now. And I could hear Eric on, call it fun, call it fun. So I put fun, you know, and I think I'll think of a name later. So a little while later, I look at my tab. It only takes the first two initials, F-U, and I can hear Eric Hysterically laughing. He was quite oh. proud of himself. For that. <laughs> Typical. So, um, yeah, you have a lot to offer. Embody-light.com. And, Eric, what have you got to say about Kimberly? And then we'll take callers, if it's okay with you guys. Yes. He says, we're ready to go. And and he's, Eric, Eric's saying, if you feel guided he he's just telling everybody watch your your own sense of guidance you'll know what medium um you're drawn to he says there there's a lot he says mom's got a lot on her site and he says he recommends them all but each has their own specific unique gifts and so you need to go with what your intuition tells you yeah good so oh. I want to, uh, it's not a grievance, but uh, I want to say that there's a lot of people who um, email me or private message me saying, um, yeah, when is the radio show? What times are they? What number do I call? And it really, I find it really insulting because they, that means that they want me to get and they want they give me their telephone number. They want to talk to Eric, but they don't even bother to follow my blog or my YouTube. Otherwise, they would know mm-hmm. Every, mm-hmm. all the information. And it's like I, and you know, it really is insulting. I do a lot of work for everyone, and you know, this it's the human in me, okay? But it, it pisses me off that people. 
take a lot of my time saying, tell me what to do, tell me where to ask. When I, you know, I, I put this everywhere on all my social media and all, every blog. I mean, it's like, it's insulting. So you guys, if you don't want to give back to me, okay, if you're not going to support me, then I find it very difficult for me to, like, you know what I mean. It's just mm-hmm. in, it's awful. I, I don't like it. So you guys, you got to give too, okay? Seriously. You can't just re- want to ask to receive, receive, receive. And I'm willing to do it. I've done it for so many people. And it's been, it takes so much time. And I have sacrificed my son, my income, so many hours of work. And yet these people pop up like, oh, when is your thing? Can I want to, can you pick me from the studio board? Because I want to talk to Eric. It's like, when is it? They don't know anything about the radio show. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't know it about the blog or the YouTube. And yet they still want something. So you guys, you can't do that. I do what I do to you for you guys for freaking free. So you need to give back by supporting me. And anyway, that's my little whatever. Sorry, but it's true. It upsets me. Erica, <sighs> that's fine, Mom. You got to speak your truth and set yeah. your boundaries. Yeah. And that's really not asking, not asking too much. So you're you're busy and. You know? Yeah, I don't ask for money. No, I ask that you guys support me by, you know, watching the YouTubes, you know, clicking on the blog and all that stuff. And, and, and not that you just, like, go up and say, ah, I want you to pick me on the studio board so I can talk to my son or whatever. But I don't listen to your blog. I don't do your YouTube. That's not nice. That's not fair. Okay? So just remember that, guy. I lost my son and that made me do what I do now, okay? All right, so remember that because I'm still broken. I'm still hurting, and yet I have these people who seem to be so selfish and want to get, 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 and not give, give, give. And I don't, you know, I don't need anything. I just want people to understand and not be so selfish, okay? So I'm just saying. So there's going to be a lot of hate mail with that, but whatever. I'm used to it. All right, so let's go ahead and take callers. Okay. Okay, we're ready. All right, we got somebody from the 678 area code. Hi there, how are you? Well, I'm fine, and I'm glad you said what you said because you truly deserve the support. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been really hard lately because a lot of people have not given me support and just asked, asked, asked for stuff, and it's been hard. But thank you. I'm one of those. I'm a big mouth from. I'm a big mouth from Atlanta, Georgia, that spreads the word. The word of Eric. I'm Jim. Hi, hi, Elisa. Oh, Jim, I love you. Hi, Jim. (laughs) And Eric loves you too. You know that, right? Oh. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, that's my buddy. And I have to thank Eric. Um, I really have to thank Eric uh, for getting me that upgrade. Uh, thank you, Eric. I really appreciate your help in that. He must have whispered sweet nothings into somebody's ear for getting me that upgrade on the plane ticket. You remember? Oh, yeah. Very much. Yeah. And hi, Kim. Sorry. I'm hi, there. Leave you. hi there. Hi uh, <laughs> there. But, um, you remember the old song, Elisa, I give to you and you give to me? True love, true love. You don't no, remember that song, do you? No, but go ahead, sing, sing, sing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sing There's an old song. Yeah, I give to you and you give to me. True love, true love. But anyway, I, you reminded me of that song just now. But I wanted to I wanted to sum up your whole talk today uh, with Kim and Eric. Um, there's a... Uh, there's a there's a lot of um, uh, black churches in Atlanta, Georgia, right out, you know, right where I live, and one of their mottos is "let let go and let God." And I think oh, that yeah. summarizes. Mm-hmm. I think that summarizes. If, if the listeners can just put that in their forefront of their mind, let go and let God. I think it, it will help them a great deal. 
I love that. I love that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just just right. keep that in mind. I had a reptilian for a boss. Oops, did I say that? And um, <laughs> I, it's out. I, I, the secret's out. <laughs> and and I just I, I I heard one of my friends said, "Hey Jim, just let go, let go, and let God." And I I did that. And every time I had a little evil thought about this reptilian, I would actually say a prayer for him. And I'd say, you know, it sucks to be him. And and yeah. I'm glad I can say a prayer for him. So that's that's yeah. how I did it. Mm-hmm. So but how is your relationship with him now? Uh, oh, with him? Oh, I mean, um, I'm retired. And um, oh, the, the company, he retired me a little early, and that's fine. It all turned out really great. Um, and then they let him go. Uh, my company let him go about two, three years later. And mm-hmm. um, I still say prayers for him because I think it yeah. sucks to be him. I really no. do. I know. But, yeah. Um, what is, what, Eric, what do you have to say uh, to Jim? You know, you, you mess with them on airplanes and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> the mm-hmm. glowing red dot. On yes, you know, in, yes. Oh my God! On the uh, in the inner surface of the what do you thirty nine thousand feet, he puts a red dot on the inside wall right by my window and seat and seat fifty three A right there behind the wall. And I asked the stewardess, I said, "Can you tell me what this is?" And they said, "Yeah, it's part of the entertainment system." And I said, oh, "Yeah, it really has shit. me entertained." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were freaked out. I'm sure. But I have a quick question. Hey, Eric, you know my son, Michael, in Singapore. At least you can energetically go and put yourself in his head sometimes. He's a lovely kid, and you'd like to hear his thoughts. He's he's a very well-grounded, even-type even personality. And, Mike, just a little quick question for Eric tonight, if you don't mind, Eric. Okay. Um, Michael lives and works in Singapore. It's been there over eight years. And he's just taken on a new job as of 24 hours ago. Um, and, um, astrologically, I think it all lines up. The universe has been talking to me with all the synchronicities and I won't go into it, but there's been a ton of synchronicities telling me he did the right thing. Eric, what do you think with the new job? Did he do the right thing? Um, I got new beginnings and freedom, he said. Mm. Yeah. So that's a yes. That's a yes. Yeah. I told Mm -hmm. him I listened, I was listening to an astrologer. Uh, Madeline Gerwick, you might have heard of her, and she said if you're going to sign a new contract, this is for all the listeners, if you're going to sign a new job, new kind of a contract, do it now on or before April 11th. And then if you don't do it by then, hold off for about a year and a half. But right now, and exactly March 27th, is the day to sign a new contract. And I said all these synchronicities were coming up. The universe was telling me to tell him, do it, and he did it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much I, I i could spend an hour talking to you guys but i know there's other people waiting and and elisa i don't know how you do it um i just don't know how you do it you, you, you just do so much you really do i was fucking so tired today <laughs> oh my god okay but um uh, alan, eric uh, i love your mom <laughs> alan Duma, uh, the astrologer is coming on a couple of weeks and um i think he's amazing so hopefully jim you will listen to him too and you guys too but um yeah i don't know how i do it i am going on the time um but you know do, you know everyone you know every once in a while you know, Elisa, every once in a while I send you an email, and every time I do, I cringe because I'm going, I'm taking up this woman's time. Don't send it. And I go, <laughs> I sent it. And I go, I sent oh. it, darn it, I sent it. No, I but, know. I mean, but I have OCD. I have to return all these things, uh, the, you know, answer everything because uh, I love people. And uh, I know anyway, you thank you, Jim, for your friendship. I love you. We love you too, Julie and I love you, and thank you, Eric. Um, Julie and I love the heck out of you too. And and come on my next vacation. Thanks for going with me. Okay, I hope you enjoyed New Zealand. All right. Okay, (laughs) I did. I'm going with you next time. Oh God, I want to go there so much. Okay, so all right, let's take somebody (gasps) from the five one six area code. Hi there, how are you? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, we Hi, can. can. Oh, my God, what a blessing to be on. Um, and I totally appreciate a blessing everything. to hear from you. 
Are you kidding me? This is this is an honor. I'm holding back so many tears right now. Eric, oh. thank you. Ladies, you're amazing. I appreciate what you said about people reaching out for your blog and all that. I went on your website, your blog, I'm like, where's the number? Do I have the right number? And I'm calling. And I understand what it's like to do the diligence to be in your shoes and have people yeah. like me do the work to call you. So I applaud you for that. Don't ever hesitate oh, holding you, me back. As your son said, speak your truth. Oh, my yeah. God, I can't believe I'm going to call right now. Okay, now, so my daughter... What's I'm going to call by D. I'm gonna, I need you to call me D. D. Okay. Got it. D. And yeah. um, I, have a, I have a little baby girl. She's going to be Aww. three. And okay. 22 months ago, her dad and his family took her from me. Um, I'm in the court system, and it's the, a mother's worst nightmare. I don't know what it's like to physically lose a child like you have, but I think I am in a similar pain. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's close. God, oh. It's really, I give myself so much credit with my higher powers that I'm yeah. so incredibly strong getting through this. And our court date for permanent custody is the end of this month. And I've been praying to get on this call to see if Eric has any insight as for what it's going to look at because I only see my baby nine hours a week. And it's dreadful. And they pulled well, her from me when she was breastfeeding. Yeah, I, I lost Eric, but there's nothing I could do about it. You are in a difficult situation because, yeah, you lost your baby, but you can do something about it. And there is a bittersweet component to that. I will let Eric step up to the mic and speak. <gasps> okay, Thank you. Okay. All right. So um, is there a lot of are you in close physical proximity with them, or is there a big distance? I'm only 20 minutes away from them. I okay. get to see her nine hours a week. Okay, okay. Um, you know, Eric is making me feel like this is going to be, um, they're going to see the truth in this situation and that it needs to be a fair situation. Um, well, who's they? When you say they are going to see the, the courts, the courts, the, the courts, the courts. Yes, yes. Good. Who's ever overseeing this this custody? God. Um, I'm asking fifty fifty. He's making me feel like there. You know, it can be like a 50-50 split. Yeah. That it does not have to be where one parent takes full custody and that, you know, the the courts really do understand, especially a girl child needs to be with their mother. Um and he's 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 making me feel like they're going to be fair. I don't it won't be over at this. Is this like your first hearing? No, this is probably like the fourth or fifth. This is the permanent custody. This is the hearing. permanent custody hearing. Okay, okay. And what inklings? Uh, what inklings have they given you so far? You know what? I, as far as the judge's ruling, I don't know because I'm on my fourth attorney and trying to oh, find God. an attorney who's competent enough to file mm-hmm. motions and everything. So I'm speaking with my attorney on Thursday to see how this is going to turn around. But I think the one I have now is pretty good. Okay. Eric's saying, yes, that's true. And he's, he's also saying, too, that if the other attorneys were not taking care of you, that, they, that like a motion can be filed so that, you know, if the right steps weren't put in place by the other attorney, you know, that's if what things I'm weren't do. done. Yeah, so he's he's making me feel like if things haven't been put in place, they will be now. Um, he's telling me to tell you to trust. I am. I really am. It's so hard. And he says, surrender it and release oh. it to a higher oh. power. Yeah. I've been working on it every day. I'm on my knees mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he also says... Um, 
to pray for the ex and the parents, it'll soften their hearts. I do. I, I do the loving kindness prayer every day for them, as hard mm-hmm. as it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Keep doing oh, it, so he said. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Do you think it would help for, for her to actually talk to these people? I mean, on the phone? Uh, because remember that, the, well, I don't know who was uh, the, mm-hmm. the media, but this one, uh, it was a very difficult situation. The husband died, uh, the father died, and the mother was trying to, uh, 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 the father was trying to take the kid away. Uh, but then the actual biological mother, the wife of the dead guy, um, contacted her mm-hmm. uh, with my, because I told told her this be what, what happens and, and, and said that you need to let her know that you want her in your baby's life and that you value her and poof everything was changed now it's like you know everything's perfect so um, I've been do you trying to talk to communicating to these people would, be, would, would help like I um, love y'all I want you to be a part of my baby's life etc Eric Eric is saying yes, but at this point, they're not going to, well, you know, the hearing is coming. Um, they're, they're not going to be oh. quite ready yet to hear this. Okay. But Eric is saying eventually you're going to be able to talk to this about it. He's saying um, when, and I don't know, maybe you are doing this and he's just confirming that you're doing it right. But when you can approach it like, look, this this sweet little girl is got to be. We have to put all of our differences aside, and this sweet yes. little girl has got to be the center yeah. of our universe. And we need to make yeah. all decisions based on what's in the best interest of me. And you know, it's not best for her to only see me nine hours a week. Nor would it be best for her to only see you nine hours a week. She needs to yeah. have us both in her life. Yes, and, you know, put Think it to him like, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the child yeah, comes listen. first. And he says they will yeah. grow to see that, but, you know, they're just, uh, and I almost sound, I mean, he's making me feel like they kind of all feed on each other and they just really haven't taken time uh, to sit down and look at what's best. They've been, no, they're not. Away of emotions. Yeah, emotions, yeah. emotions, emotions, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you for calling in, and maybe you should. Yeah, uh, best of luck for you. We're going to send you prayers and love while this is going on for you. Oh, when did you say course. it was again? March 30th. Okay. Okay. Okay, and I'll look out for your information, Kim. Okay. Thank okay. you. Bye, You're guys. Awesome. Bye-bye. Okay. You, sweetie. Bye-bye. Oh, God, I couldn't imagine nine hours a week with your baby. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, okay, my babies are everything to me. And sometimes they get embarrassed because I make it very obvious. And speaking <laughs> of babies, I've got my, uh, yeah, my grandbaby, Easton, FaceTiming me. I'm just like, he FaceTimes me all the time, and all I see is a ceiling. I know everything. <laughs> About the ceiling, the ceiling fans all throughout their house. Okay, stop. Okay, sorry, guys. All right, so, um, hi there. How are you? Got somebody from the 678 area code. Oh, my God. Hello? Yes, hi. How are you? Oh, hi, Alicia and Kim and Eric. This is Susie. Hi, Susie. How are you doing, ladies? I, I'm on We're the radio show, Houston. Bye-bye. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, right. I'm, happy. I'm so happy to talk to you. And, Elisa, I'm, I'm so very happy that you are able to speak your truth and, and let your voice be known. Because, you. Um, you know, I mean, uh, it is all, it, when people do that, it is all about themselves. So, I know. Um, yeah. But um, it's okay. I, you know, yeah. I understand. You know, people mm-hmm. are in different phases. Um, there was a time where I was all into myself. So, um, 
so we can't judge these people. It's just, yeah, definitely can't. All right, babe. Judgment is, judgment is kind of hard. That's a hard one. Yeah, you know? you're right. Yeah. When you know so that we, it, it's really under your skin, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so what's so, your name? Um, Susie. And uh, I, I want to invite you. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am um, very close to the Center for Love and Light. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been there many times. Love it. Yes. And so I I will open my home to you ladies if you want to ever come for a visit. And uh, you certainly have a place to stay. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. And, you know, um, the documentary. Oh, that's awesome. The documentary (laughs) filmmaker, Paola Marino, is talking a lot to Jamie about, uh, you know, being in the uh, documentary. She's going to come back April, May. Uh, I don't think it's decided yet. Either April or May. And um, hopefully Jamie will trans-channel Eric, etc. So it's going to be really that, cool. That would be uh, totally awesome. Uh, I go to her channeling event every month. And yeah. um, just really just love connecting to all the people there, you know. Oh, that's awesome people. But anyway, so yeah. Paula and her film crew are going to go to Atlanta. So, um, yeah, cool. you will I'm sure meet them, so that's awesome. So you got yes, a question for Eric? I do. Um, uh, my my sister's dog, um, two of her dogs dug themselves out of the yard underneath the fence, um, oh. and that was nearly three weeks ago. Um, fortunately enough, one of them has come home. Um, the other one is still out there missing, and I wanted to see if, if Eric can see what has happened to Ginger, um, and if somebody in the neighborhood has her, because we're I'm now in the right now as I'm t- speaking with you, I'm in the process of um, doing a hundred flyers to go out through her neighborhood. Oh my God! Been there, done that with my okay. my dog. Oh, my dog. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so hard. Okay, I'm trying to get. Uh... I read on this. Well, I don't get that anybody has the dog. I get the dog is, like, wandering around. Okay. Finding places just to kind of, you know, like, bat down for the night and stuff. And I just I, I just kind of feel like it's wandering around. I ask, like, has anybody turned uh, – uh, is it a female dog? Yes. Mm-hmm. Turned her into a shelter. Yeah, it felt like a female. And um, for the shelter, I'm getting a no. And so she's wandering around. So just um, she Eric's making me feel like she's she's finding some food scraps or something. She you know she's she's not like desperate. Starving. Okay, so. Uh, tell the owner just to keep energetically connecting to that dog. Well, yes. yeah, yeah. We, we keep see. on calling her home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just see if if you can get a connection made. Um, hopefully, somebody will spot her. You know, with one of the flyers, and hopefully, yeah. you know, get her home to you. Have you talked to? Uh, we'll do what we can. Have you given? Uh, the information to all the local vets too. Uh, we've done. Um, that's a good idea. We should do the vets and uh, what we've done. All the shelters. We've even spread out like really wide on the shelters and. Oh, and, good. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
Yeah, my, uh, when, we, when we lost uh, uh, Winnie, uh, Christina's dog, uh, we even, you know, as horrible as it is, we even talked to the part of the government that cleans the roads up of uh, and stuff like that. I mean, we did everything. We never yeah. found her. We found yeah. out from Eric that some gay couple, uh, you know, took her in and is totally in love with her and she's fine. But, yeah. um, yeah, so um, don't well, give I just up. Asked, Eric, is the dog alive? But I got definitely yes, the dog is oh, alive. God, thank you, Jesus. So Eric, Eric, you and, and, and you know Archangel Michael, whoever, please lead that sweet dog back to their family, please. And what is a lesson in this? There's got to be a lesson in this. And once that lesson is learned, maybe that's when it's going to happen that she will return. Hmm. Eric, what's the lesson in that uh, dog? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying oh, to um pick pick it up. Um you know, he's really just saying this this was just this dog's natural curiosity. Oh. Um you know, Absolutely. it's not really yeah. about a spiritual lesson. I gotcha. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Keep us posted. I will. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate. Yes, I greatly appreciate Eric looking into that for me. And thank you so much, Kim, for translating that over. And thank you, Elisa, for everything. Oh, sure, baby. Without you, this we would have nothing here. Oh, of course you would, baby. But listen. Eric, please watch out after Ginger and please give mm-hmm. her guidance, comfort, give her hugs, cuddle up to her. Just, you know, help her get through this, please. He says, I will. I will. He says, we're okay, going to do everything great. we can. Okay, good. Yes. Oh, so sweet. I love dogs. Um, all right, we got somebody from the one. Wait, hang on. One, 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 one. Eric, hi there. How are you doing? Hello? Hi. Hi. Oh, wonderful. Thank you I'm so much so for taking my call. How are you doing? Well, I'm hanging in. Um, you know, I had better days. Yeah. <laughs> I've been up and down with me. Um, yeah, I have so much going on and so so much on my head. I'm also still grieving the loss of my uh, longtime partner and boyfriend who passed this summer. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Thank you. And um, I have so much um, clearing and organizing I need to do in the apartment, and I need to have work done, and on and on. Um, and I have so much resistance. I find I'm, you know, avoiding stuff and and avoiding kind of trying to avoid my life. I think, and I looking for guidance on how to get around this, how to heal this, and what, why am I sabotaging, or how can I heal this? Okay, out? yeah, okay, so what Eric is saying, um, you know, the resistance is about stopping the energy flow, um, the grieving, and so he's, what he's telling me to tell you is just to get started, if you got to just take baby steps and do one little thing every day. And just keep at it till you get it done. He's saying because when you procrastinate, you you lose energy. It's like you have an energy bank. And there's things you can do to add to it or pull from it. He says you're, on, you're in the red right now. He says you just don't really have any spunk, any energy left. But he says to just put one foot in front of the other and get started on baby steps, what you got to do in the apartment. And he says, and the emotions will come up. And he says, once you grieve and you get all that through, he says, you're going to feel so much better. But he says, everything's just too stagnant right now. Um, he says, you got to you gotta get started to start feeling yeah. better. So moving forward will help. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I've, I, I've done that. I've been trying to do baby steps, but then I don't keep it up or, you know, 
builds up again. Or I don't seem to really make enough progress, and I just want to run away, <laughs> be yeah. anywhere else. What's that? He's saying that doesn't ever work. The problems or issues just follow wherever you run to. Yeah. Mm. He's saying just just keep at it. Just keep at it. He said he said maybe set set intentions. Yeah. Okay. This week I can manage to do five things this week. Next week I'm upping it to eight. And he says, just keep at it. He says eventually you're gonna get to a point where you're starting to see see, you know, it diminishing. But he says the longer you sit on it, you know, the more stagnant the energy becomes and the more energy you lose. Okay, so how can, what can she do to not de- get derailed, like give up? Just real quickly. Eric's showing me lifts. He's saying lifts. And reward yourself. Time. He says, oh. like, schedule it. He says, where where you do something maybe five days and you reward yourself with something you enjoy for two days. Mm. That sounds perfect. Whatever it is, gardening, shopping, you know, whatever it is, spending time with family, cooking, whatever. Okay, well, thank you for calling. And we're going to take okay, one more call. Uh, let's see who's next. Okay, got one from the um, 571 area code. Hi there, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Good. What you got for our boy or anybody? Okay. All right, well, uh, my name is Raven, and I'm in the Washington, D.C. area. And lately I have been struggling with uh, two different areas of um career i kind of really hate my job but i've been doing it so long and it makes a lot of money right so but i want to get out of it and the other place i've been struggling with is i've been feeling a lot of ascension type symptoms and then that makes me feel crazy but it's opened up a whole new world of spirituality to me that i never even would have thought about before and i'm just wondering like what either Kim or Eric guidance-wise, because I'm not employed, so I desperately need a job, period. Um, I'm wondering what they can tell me on either front and when especially the job might happen, but also like for my spiritual journey, like what does this mean for me? And am I meant to have, do I have any gifts? And if I'm meant to have any. Okay. So Eric's saying one thing at a time, um, just, you know, do what you got to do to gain some kind of employment, to, you know, so that you have some money coming in. And okay. then so as you gain way. this, you can, you can start gaining skills to move something into that resonates with you more. And he's saying that, yes, you do have very strong intuitive abilities. And he's mm-hmm. saying with whatever career you choose, you will be using them in that career. Not everybody is necessarily going to be like a medium, but we need people that have a highlight quotient to work in all different aspects of society. And he's saying you're going to do that for a while and let your skills, he's saying, brew and develop. And then from there, you'll want to decide if you want to go into something more like being a medium or something. He says, but you got to decide if you want to do that because that's hard work. You got to go through a lot of a lot of um, well, to be honest, your, your emotional to clearing to be able to do it. So that's what he yeah. says. Yeah, I mean, I to be honest, I would love to do that. I would love to take that further, and that's why I've been so really, really, truly looking into the spiritual aspect and really trying to understand it and trying to see. Oh, oh, you know, oh, oh. We, okay, guys, I, guys, I hate to interrupt you. But um, you, you kind of uh, called a little bit late. I, I know you wanted yeah, to get on, Raven, but um, we got 30 seconds. So I will say okay. that thank you guys for listening. Uh, Raven, just okay. you know, call next time, but maybe a little earlier. Uh, and yeah, and y'all check out Kim at embody-light.com. Raven, you okay. can hook up with her. 10 seconds. I love you guys. 
Bye, Erica, everybody. I love you all. I love you, Mom. Bye-bye. Real quick, before you hang up, uh, before you hang up, Kim, I'm the one uh, that had been I'll emailing. Email. Okay, okay. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay.